With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would have thought uh, we would have taken advantage, or at least especially uh, people that have children. Uh, it seems like I've been hearing more of complaints from um, uh, black parents. Um, you know, I work in telecommunications. And um, so I deal with a lot of the uh, customers firsthand. So I know all of the stuff that's going on as far as with um, the whole situation around um, being able to get um, and deliver Internet service uh, to uh, black people. Um, You know, the pandemic kind of exposed all that, um, the lack of Internet access uh, most black people have. And it just seems like um, I just heard more complaints. Um, we don't know how to maximize, um, even in, in chaos, um, there is a silver lining. Across all regions and affecting all kids, new test scores show dramatic learning loss. The single largest drop in math scores for 13-year-olds since the National Assessment of Educational Progress began 50 years ago. Down nine points from 2019 before the pandemic to the fall of 2022. Reading is not much better, down four points. This is a crisis that America cannot ignore. The long-term educational crisis facing our students has by far outpaced the physical threat that COVID ever presented to them. Alberto Carvalho is the superintendent for L.A. Unified School District, the second largest in the country, where they are focusing on summer school, teacher training, and a longer school year to make up lost ground. The recovery needs to be swift, needs to be strategic, with the right investments and the right approaches to teaching kids. Maryland middle school teacher Shannon O'Connor says many of her students are no longer engaged. There still has to be some expectation of responsibility on the student's part. And for a large chunk of them, that has kind of gone to the wayside. There's also a new report showing suicide rates among young black Americans has increased significantly, more than any other race. This data comes amid other signals that pressures on young people seem to be nothing like we've ever seen. THV 11's Frederick Price is talking to counselors, helping us get a better idea at noticing those signs. It's shocking, but it's also kind of expected. As a licensed counselor for Unoya Therapy and Self-Development, Rashida Lumsey believes there are a number of factors behind the rise. Bullying, social media influence are one of the biggest indicators for the younger. New data from the CDC shows between 2018 and 2021, suicide rates among black 10 to 24 year olds increased more than 36%. And you'd be surprised at how many people honestly answer um, about feeling suicidal. Of course, there is a suicide hotline, 988, and prevention campaigns year-round, but Lumsey says that isn't always enough. And we have to know what to look for and how to assist, how to reach out, how to help. She says people should watch out for those who withdraw from reality, poor performance at school or work, depression, and high-risk behaviors like an abuse of drugs or alcohol. 
In her experience, she tells me she often hears from families who simply did not notice the signs. The first thing that I get is, what did I miss? What could I have done? She adds, if you do notice a change, it's important to check in and have an open and honest conversation about it. It's something she's personally done with her daughter. I would rather us talk about it now, even if I don't feel like hearing it, than me attend your funeral. Students at Worthington Kilbourne were back in the classroom for the first time since Wednesday following a series of threats. We thank you for joining us for NBC4 at 5. I'm Jennifer Bullock. I'm Jared Smalley. In order to ensure safety, the school increased security measures for students and staff to follow. NBC4's Jackie Gillis joins us now with an update on those measures and what students can now expect. Jackie. Jennifer and Jared, the high school was closed on Thursday and Friday after threats were sent in. And now the most recent threat that was sent in on Friday was targeting African-American students. So over the weekend, there were multiple meetings to determine if the school was safe. And the decision was made this morning to reopen the classrooms again. I just feel like, you know, the whole situation is sickening and it's, and it's disheartening and it's sad. Ebony Weinert has a child that attends Worthington Kilbourne. When she learned last week that a threat was sent out targeting African-American students, she was afraid for her child's safety. Do I send my daughter back to school? Your child goes to school to learn. You shouldn't have to send your kid to school and then you're sitting at home or at work wondering, is my kid going to come home alive? When I spoke with her again today, she told me her daughter wanted to go back. I was nervous, but I spoke with um, other students' parents who were... African-American. Um, I actually have a friend slash co-worker whose son actually goes to the school too. And they were sending their kids back. So it made me feel a little bit better. Um, and then I dropped her off this morning and there was extra staff. They actually had police officer on the premises. So it kind of made me feel better. 85% of students were in attendance today. And for families that didn't feel safe sending their child, the district marked it as an excused absence. Precautions today included a greater police presence at the high school and limiting entrances and exits of the building. What a time you chose to be born. Context of white supremacy. Gus T. Renegade in for another broadcast, hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy today's date Tuesday September 26 2023 so I have been told should be here every day for the remainder of the week normal broadcast time may even have an early program on one of those days as well Stay tuned, but at least most immediately, we should be here on Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific global system of white supremacy racism. We were talking about Brazil so much the early part of the year. Brazil. All right. Our broadcast for today, I guess, number one, before we even uh, get to anything, man. I do not have children. No caveats, no qualifiers. I've said for years, being a black parent, attempted father, attempted mother, victim of white supremacy, 
and trying to raise children hardest job in the known universe not even close glad I did not even attempt all of that I know I would get a big fat F no doubt in my mind even if we didn't have the COVID-19 situation unprecedented uh, parenting right there for four years who knows how long all of this may last uh, where you've got the zoom and masks and vaccines and all of that to consider man I do not have children we've had many 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 parents uh, from all over the world who have spoken with us and talked about uh, the challenges uh, small what would you call them small V victories <laughs> where you get a small W win from time to time where your child grasps a better understanding of white supremacy racism so they can make uh, safer more constructive choices how they spend their time and energy who they choose to be around that type of a thing but a retired firefighter non-mighty wig Bay Area mom uh, designated black formerly be in Toronto uh, red Bay Area mom vegan RD mowing Dallas uh, we've had so many Z's mom so many folks so many more than I'm forgetting Andrew in the UK folks all over the known universe Rob in San Diego via Wisconsin so many folks uh, from all over the known universe uh, who have talked about shared about uh, as I said just hey being an attempted parent some of the many problems uh, dare I even say codification things that they've talked about hey knowing what I know this is something that I would encourage other parents share with your children or do this don't do that definitely cut down on if not eliminate that TV lots of uh, folks who have shared over the years and hopefully if anything getting us to be more mindful about producing children uh, in the system of white supremacy uh, racism and really taking that responsibility seriously I think Dr. Welsing spoke about that all the time no throwaway offspring Uh, really I am producing children thinking this is a little non-white person male or female who is going to help us produce justice I am rearing this person towards universal woman universal man that is the case not I'm just shipping them off you know to the uh, remedial class computer room so that they can get their suspensions and computer time and all the rest of it for the first what is it 12 years K through K through 12th grade or whatever a little bit more forethought than that our broadcast for today I believe it was 2020 uh, we had young non-white people uh, encourage them to dial into the program this was or no it was 2021 sorry 2021 right at the beginning part we had young non-white people dial in tell us about the first year of the pandemic what they've experienced at that time they were having school shutdowns in some places not in others masks in some places not in others it had just been 
basically 12 months of I mean I guess it's confusion anyway but like extra extra confusion and chaos and turbulence at school and all of that um really i'm really really thankful we were able uh to do that kind of get that recorded maybe once we have justice established and people are looking back like wow what was all that craziness going on back during the pandemic they were fighting over corn dogs and toilet paper in the street and what what was all that they can go back and hear directly from non-white like wow that is amazing these young folks were talking about their experience and in the context of white supremacy like wow that's yes yes so thought it would be constructive to revisit now that it's basically four years a little short but i mean just by a couple months four years of all of this now they've had a good year's worth of reports talking about wow we've got slumps in children's reading and math scores slumps that they haven't seen in 50 years they've said across the nation not even just in one uh, locale many reports have said that this is exacerbated so-called racial disparities between white test scores non-white test scores no surprise there they talked about the mental health aspect of all of this and even there specifically talking about black children and saying that black children greater risk for suicide and trying to draw more attention to this and making sure parents are talking about this and schools and what have you getting more resources for mental health something Dr. Welsing talked about all the time emphasizing that no non-white people males, females, children qualify for mental health if you are a victim of white supremacy very important as well and then the last report that we heard for our audio intro Man, that literally was from yesterday in Ohio, Worthington Kilbourne High School. We have listeners in Ohio, and I think even specifically, we have uh, listeners who have their offspring, their children are students in that same school district, Worthington Kilbourne High School, where they had two consecutive days, Thursday and Friday of last week where they had to close school they got bomb threats on Thursday and then Friday it was even more specific we're going to shoot up and kill the black people at the school so they closed it down and then they opened back up yesterday with a heavy police presence and they had video and all of this and police cars all out on the front lawn and all the rest of it I said man I know if I was you know 14 15 13 school just started I think so I mean this is like the first (laughs) two weeks of school or whatever I know I would be overjoyed about the prospect this is my senior year off to a bang system of white supremacy why we should replace all of this and I've been saying this I think for a couple of months now since we talked to Toriano Porter who is a black father unlike myself Uh, and he talked about you know I try to shield in quotes my son from having to talk about all these grisly details and we were talking specifically about Ralph Yarl who is 16 he was just shot 
he's going to pick up his younger brother and he went to the wrong house geriatric white man uh bang get away from here don't you ever come here again bang could have killed him and i said then victims guaranteed qualified mr porter had lots of great information my view is simply i don't think there is a shield there's so much evidence that so many non-white children are harmed, are mistreated, are deliberately targeted in the system of white supremacy racism. We have to, non-white people, attempted parents, we have to do the best that we can to explain this to non-white children to the best of our ability and even telling them, hey, we're still confused ourselves. So we're still trying to learn. So it might be that I figure out better information later on and I'll share that to you then and I can apologize now for not being more informed that way I could have done a better job hey be best if I had figured all this out in advance couldn't do that trying my best hopefully you can help mom you can help dad solve this problem don't want this for your children that's the way we explain it straight from the godfather right don't want this for you See if we can get this done so your children can have better things to chat about. Get that spaceship bill. Anywho, uh, for today, we encouraged non-white listeners, if you have uh, offspring, nieces, nephews, cousins, you know, non-white children, dial in, share their what has been their experience over the past four years. Uh, What has it been like? Thoughts, feelings, observations. I thought it would be great so much to chat it up about. Uh, For folks, you have little people, young non-white people, victims of white supremacy, uh, and they would like to share, chat it up about their school experience specifically. It doesn't have to be totally that, but I mean, that's kind of the big deal. What has been happening in school? How have they navigated all of this? Uh, How do they think it's impacted their learning experience in the classroom and what have you and you know whatever else friends and all of that uh the number 605 313 the code 564943pound Press star six one if you would like to participate. Give out the number again. Certainly feel free to drop an email if you have any difficulties, if you would like to chime in, participate. I reckon you could email too if you, you know, have some difficulties or shy about uh being heard on the phone or what have you, even though you shouldn't be. Email is untiljustice at gmail dot com until justice at gmail.com if you need to drop an email all that good stuff the number again 605 313 5164 the code Five six four nine four three pound. Press star six one if you would like 
to participate. Righty. I will nab hands as I see folks. I'll give out the number as we proceed. If you have young folks, they want to dial in, join us, share their experience. We would love to hear from them what it has been like uh, over this time period, how it's impacted their learning, all of that good stuff. Uh, they, you know, hear some of the other folks hearing and decide they would like to chime in. I'll give out the number again, press star six one, and we will get them on the line. Let's see. See a few hands up. Folks with us already. Let's see. Uh, all right. So it looks like at least our first two folks have been with us before and even were with us specifically uh, when since we've been talking about all this with the pandemic. Some of them even had some whew, man. <laughs> it's not the most it's not the most cheerful subject matter. How shall I say they had constructive interesting stories that I'm glad we will have recorded. I'll say it that way. I can't say that they, wow, that was great to hear like, eh, not really, but I'm glad they persevered being constructive and hopefully moving towards justice and solving this here problem. Let's see. One of our little folks who was with us first time around, uh, see, do we have the infamous Z? Are you with us? Yeah. Ah, my goodness. So glad to hear from you again. Your mommy is so proud of you. We get to hear all kinds of uh, wonderful uh, anecdotes uh, about what you've been up to and all of your great progress at school. Thank you so much for sharing a bit of your uh, Tuesday evening with us. Uh, we have Z. Let me nab some of our other folks. In fact, this will be our easy warm-up question. Z was with us before, so she should already know this one. Uh, let's see. What have you eaten so far today, Z? <laughs> today, uh, for breakfast, I had chia seed pudding, and for lunch, I had a lot of fruit. I had like, an, I had, like two apples and like a bunch of peaches, and then for lunch, I had <laughs> I had rice and like it was like a stir fry kind. It was very good. I love it. I love it. I was waiting. I was waiting to see if she switched it up on us and uh, was back to eating pig's feet and chitlins and cheeseburgers. I didn't know, but still awesome. Lots of healthy produce. She got the chia seed pudding in and the stir fry. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okie doke. That is one. We got Z. Make sure we get the rest of the folks, and then we'll kind of get into some of our questions. Uh, let's see. Another one of our veterans who we've heard from a number of times, and even specifically during the whole uh, COVID-19 uh, recent grad mom was beaming with pride, as she should be, uh, our Bay Area scholar, young Bay Area scholar. Are you with us, sir? Um, yes. May be heard? Wow. I'm staggered. <laughs> like we've heard him so many times over the year. He sounds so mature and adult. Ah, oh, my head hurts. Ah, oh. yes, sir. We can hear you. Congratulations again, college grad. He made it through all of the craziness with COVID nineteen. Came through unscathed. So glad to hear from you, sir. Um, 
you were not with us last time, but I do know some of the craziness even disrupted your ability to eat. What have you eaten so far today, sir? Uh, today I had a banana for breakfast and I uh, got some work done. And for lunch I had a just a orange chicken and rice with some asparagus. Just something light for today. But, yeah. Asparagus, love it. Now, see, our folks with the West Coast Connection getting all that produce in. Z had the peaches. He got the asparagus and the bananas in. Healthy eating. Love it, love it, love it. Okie doke. Two down. Nab our other two folks, and then we will get into it. Let's see. Our caller, 9029. We have a any young people, 9029. Uh, greetings, Gus. Um, my son right now is actually, um, he's occupied right now. He's taking care of something. Um, but he will jump on the line later if he, he feels comfortable. This will be like first time actually, um, speaking on the cows. And, um, he just, you know, he just, uh, as a handler, just, um, kid, kid from, kid from New York. That's what you call him <laughs> for a handle, I guess. Um, but he's busy right now, but he'll be, he'll be back on. He actually wrote an essay exactly about this topic. And that's why I wanted him to share tonight, you know, so I'll mute my line. And when he comes, uh, comes back, we'll, we'll have him on the line. Awesome. Awesome. He wrote a report. That's amazing. Love it. We can get, hopefully we can get that on the record. Um, busy, busy child in New York. That's a will tag him uh busy busy in new york love it love it even being constructive with his time and energy uh okie doke that'll be three and then uh let's see number four uh caller 2407 2407 uh young victim of racism uh there to chat with us hello yes sir yes sir we can hear you okay good evening my name is ethan Awesome. So good to hear from you, Ethan. Um, how old are you? Can we ask? I'm 17 years old. Wow. Okay. Right on. E. That's, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Man, given the subject matter for today, I was thinking, wow. So are you a senior in high school? That would seem around? Yeah. Yes, I'm a senior in high school. Okay. Okay. E. I don't know. It's like the best of times and the worst of times. Like, wow, that would mean COVID messed up pretty much your entire high school experience. Yeah. Um, wow. Hmm. Hmm. Well, eh, racism messes up lots of things. Okie dokie. Um, 17, we got Ethan, senior in high Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. What did you eat today, Ethan? Um, I didn't have anything for breakfast, but for lunch, I had um, a sandwich that had like avocado, cucumber, lettuce, and turkey with some apples and that's about it for today that's all i've had for today so far love it okay okay got more of the produce got the apples the avocados love it healthy eating is so important if you have offspring you're going to produce children children that should be one of the uh major conversations that you have way before you get to the bedroom um, nutrition for our child. We do not want them got to be struggling and looking for the Ozempic uh, hookup because they've been eating Cheetos and chitlins and a whole bunch of bad food, high fructose corn syrup. 
uh, from kindergarten all the way up. Healthy eating. Got lots of young people eating produce. Ah, way better than me when I was your age. I was eating potato chips and Kool-Aid. Um, let's see. I'm being serious. I'm not even being totally serious. Right on my way to Ozempic. Um, let's see. We... We normally do ladies first. We only have one female so far, so we'll have to start with our young lady, uh, and then we'll get to our young fellas. Uh, let's see. So we got Z. She also is our youngest participant, it seems. So doing it for lots of ways. Uh, let's see. Number one, let me double check for Z. Is it true, Z, that you were awarded... You did something constructive, which is no surprise, but you did something constructive, and they hooked you up with a Sizzler coupon, gift certificate. Did that happen? That did happen, and I ended up, like, throwing it away. I wouldn't want to give it to anybody else. And something also happened. I got an award at Cheer for um, my academics. And they gave me an in and out gift card. The in and out for people who don't know, in and out is like a fast food, uh, like a hamburger restaurant. Is that, would that be an accurate description? Yes. Okay. Uh, and you've been, how long have you been a vegan, a proud vegan plant-based eater, Z? Um, I've been, um, for a year. For a year. Okay. I'm pretty sure the folks at school, uh, see like, wow, she's always peaches and produce. She's got the veggie stir fry and chia seed pudding. (laughs) Like, why would you give me a Sizzlers? They're known for like steaks and prime rib (laughs) and all this like meat, he would, yes, get me a rare stick. Like, why would you give even a young lady, period, even if she did, I don't know very many 12, 13 year olds. Yes, I cannot wait to get to the sizzler. Like, oh, woo, just what I was dreaming of. Like, really? Doesn't get any better than tacky. Um, I guess one more. I said, uh, your mommy's so proud, as I would be too. Uh, she said it was a a learning opportunity. This is the illustration of white supremacy racism. She said, budding track star, our young Z, she eats healthy, takes care of herself, scholar athlete, doing her thing and out on the track team. And then they've got a white track member on the team. Can you give some of the listeners, just so that we can hear directly from the person who experienced the white female track member on your team and the award that she got? She got an award for just being like a good spirit. She was on my um, relay race team and she would just like not even try. I swear she was just like walking. We would get like our track team would literally get so angry. Like we were thinking about next year and how we're going to have like a way better track team. She would always just let us down. She would be like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying my best. I'm like, I feel like you could do better. But she just, it's just very interesting. 
she got a word for spirit because she's always smiling. But I feel like every other person has worked so much harder. And I don't think it, she really deserves it. Mm. See, that's why I said, like, many aspects of this conversation, they could be like, wow, that is amazing, but not really. <laughs> like, especially if that's the conclusion, like, whoo, a white person getting a spirit award that they probably didn't deserve. That is going to be repeated. Man, you aren't even 15 yet. Like, oh, man, that is going to be like theme of the galaxy white people getting things that they have not earned do not deserve it doesn't even look like they tried very hard what in the world like she she says they're out doing the relay it looks like she's walking what in the world what man man I'm at least glad you can have a mommy to help explain all of this in the context so that you cannot be surprised about this like oh yes she did yep 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 even the award like yep 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 did you get an award by the way I didn't even get an award but I got an award like that everyone got so it didn't really mean anything specific to me I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Woo. Man, see, now this is another reason why I'm not really excited about all those youth uh, sports. Now, generally, you don't get a concussion from track and field, uh, the relay and all that. Generally, that's pretty safe. But even still, like, nah, nah. Okie dokie. Got that out of the way. Much obliged. Um, but we'll start going down with everybody and kind of getting there. What has the last... I don't know, it's three, four years. What has that been like, Z, for you in, in kind of a general sense? Like, has it, have you been in person the whole time? Has it been a little bit of both, Zoom, in terms of being at home? Uh, just what are your, your thoughts, feelings on what you have experienced since the onset of COVID-19? Well, when it was COVID, I would still go to school. I just usually had to wear a mask. But it wasn't that mandatory, and since COVID, I've moved to many schools, and what I noticed is that ever since COVID happened, we just go through, like, programs that are learning, and the teachers, like, aren't really, like, they just go through the programs, and they want us to learn fast, and their goal for the end of the year is not really to teach us something, it's to really just finish the program. So that's the, that's a really big thing I noticed. Oh, and I also I also wasn't online school, it, schooling for like a little bit, and it was I don't think I learned at nothing at all because it was like very confusing, and they just gave me a video and answered how to answer questions. I don't think that's a good way of learning. Wow. Okay. Let's see. So we got the two parts of it. She says she was online for a little bit. Didn't seem like she enjoyed that very much. And she seemed like she didn't felt like she learned too much from the computer aspect of it when they had them be online. Uh, and then 
you said it seems like being back in school now that the teachers it seems like it's at a very fast pace meaning that they're trying to they want you to get this information quickly and just get through the program get through the program and when you say get through the program is this something like a lesson that you're doing on the computer or when you say get through the program is this just a specific subject lesson like a program on the computer but it's also I think that it's like a program for like the subject so it started a while when I was in middle school and you would like there'd be different programs for each class but they they would like it feel like they were like pressured to finish it for how fast they were like going through it for us to just like I don't think like they just gave us a test like every week it wasn't really like uh, like if you don't understand then we'll do it over thing it was like if you don't understand just get over it and we're going to the next thing wow okay wow is this connected do you know is this connected to like a big exam that you have to take at the beginning of the year to pass or is this something else it's just my regular schedule Okay. Hmm. That is fascinating. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Now I've moved to another school. And this school is just, I think it's way better because it's more about, like, project-based. So it's, like, like giving you more experience for high school. So, like, they give you a cycle project and that pro every assignment that they assign to you is related to that project to help you for that project so example is like in language arts i have a project to make a documentary but um they but she, my teacher is going to give me like these vocab words so then i can get better at like understanding words i can have better vocabulary in my like documentary so I just think that this school is way better to, and if you ever feel confused or something, they would help you. And if you ever need to go back, I feel like they would understand. And it's not really about like going to program to program. Whoopee, that sounds much better. She's doing a documentary. Dang, I didn't get to do a documentary. Dylan and Vodka got to do documentaries. Anyway, uh, did you you get a camera? They gave you a camera to take home for your film that you're working on. Um, I think that we get to use our phones. I don't, but I I feel like the program that we're doing the documentary on is it, it's like kind of like a contest. So you basically like do your documentary, and everyone in that program is going to do a documentary and. If like they like pick, like someone picks like the best one, and like you get money for it, but this, but he just wants us to do it for like learning purposes. I love it. I love it. Do you know what your film is going to be about? Or are you still trying to pick your subject? We just got our team today. I have a really constructive team. I think we're definitely gonna get this documentary done, and I. We've been thinking about doing it on environment or something like homelessness, something that, because like the question for everyone 
is what do you think will be better to change in 20 years in America? Fascinating. Fascinating. That's, uh, I love it. Can't wait to see. Maybe you all can, if you post it online or whatever, maybe your mommy can share and we would love to check it out. That is amazing. Um, Wow. They get to ask questions. I think that's the way school should operate. If you are confused about something, you can ask a question and they help you. Not, ah, get over it. Moving on. Got other subject. That now, she said that was just their regular schedule. That sounds to me, as someone who does not have children, to me, that previous school that she was at sounds like they're teaching to some sort of test that you have to take at the end of the year where we're doing these weekly installments that are supposed to prepare you for that test not you know are you learning and engaged and and trying to pass these you know standardized tests at the end of the year and you got to have a certain percentage of the stool pass those tests that's what it sounds like to me but i could be totally wrong the documentary work sounds way better i am excited i i'm I have no doubt it'll be great whatever you all pick and uh, even for like since they're in California like they just had that crazy hurricane and all that like man they pick environment like oof, that is tinkering right I mean the homelessness would too for sure Uh, affordable housing everything gets back to racism but I mean anywho okie dokie so that's one one we got Z have to come back and get a teaspoon of extra details let's see uh, man, we had other folks even dial in. Go down. I'll go down and nab all the people that we had introduced, and then as we add the new people, they can introduce, and then we'll go over all this so they can hear some more of what we're doing. Uh, so, our next person, we'll get uh, our Bay Area scholar. Uh, he was not with us when the young folks were with us for COVID, but he's joined us a bunch of times over the years. In fact, oldie but goodie, man. Raggedy Ann. This is centered on COVID-19. Bay Area Scholar was with us. He had just went off to college across the continent, by the way. Off to college and doing great. And then, whammo! COVID-19 hits. They, like, with no notice even, tell him, pack it up, out of here. You don't have to, you don't have to go home. You gotta get up out of here. Ah. It's like, but I live on the other side of the continent. <clears throat> we'll say it again. You don't have to go home. But you got to get out of here. It's like, dang, where am I going to put my stuff at? And what, 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 hurry up quick, right now. So he packs up and in a dizzy gets everything together, gets back across the continent and all that. Gets back in school and all of this with the vaccines and distancing and masks and all the rest of it. He's got white roommates. Now, like you, you are going to be the contagion. You're not getting the vaccine. You no count selfish Negro. You, you, you. And then. Raggedy Ann. White woman. I believe they even go to Florida. Oh, Ron DeSantis. They go get some white one, one of his white roommates, get some white chick, come back and hang out. And then, (coughs) 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 what, what, wait, what? I think, I think the white woman is ill. What, what, what? All of this, (laughs) I'm laughing, but so much, it is not funny at all. It is not funny at all. 
this was in the oh my god am i is my memory bad is this basically the way things happen bay area scholar yeah that is that is very accurate in that chronological word what happened so yeah no on the nose about that not funny at all because i remember when this, it was not funny at all then like ooh-wee. his mom i'm sure did not think any of this was funny uh at the time like man uh so that was i don't even know how to describe it like midpoint of covid19 was that the worst of it for you did things at least stabilize after that yeah they did so that was yeah that was definitely the worst point for me going into uh, my sophomore year of college just um in a remote environment only was very stressful mostly because the amount of access I had to um, like studios and practice rooms and just like quiet facilities so I can do my work at on campus, uh, that was all just uh, eliminated. So I had to resort to all of my own means. And I, I, I didn't have much. So it was definitely difficult from that standpoint. And, you know, not most, most people don't have to deal with those types of things. They could just buy some type of microphone or something to compensate and I, I couldn't do that so I had to work with what I had so there was that and then I was starting my new job as a tutor which was another thing because I'm getting initiated into that program and just working with new students and uh, at that time I was the youngest one on the team so that was very that was a very adjustable time and so between working that job and the amount of classes I had not even mentioning I went overtime. I had a lot of screen time, and that screen time was very detrimental to my, like, vision and my sight. So I was very exhausted most days, and I just had to to stay up working because all my assignments were due on the computer. So just having to deal with that was very stressful, and this was just in September and October. So just having to deal with that was rough, but I will say the good thing about that was I kind of had an epiphany with myself and I just realized what I really wanted to do. So at that point I decided I was just going to change my major and do something else relatively similar. So I went into January, 2021 with that mindset. So at this time I was moving in with my roommate. We had our first apartment. Uh, it was pretty nice. We got it on a discount. So we were right by campus too, which is a very, very convenient thing for all of us. So the new thing about being hybrid, not necessarily fully on campus, but both remote and sometimes in person, we had a whole bunch of strict protocols we had to follow. Those, one of those protocols being we had to sign up for a app called Co-Verified. And Co-Verified pretty much was just the site to update the college on our symptoms and how we feel in on certain days. And we had to do it every day. Otherwise we couldn't get into any of the buildings. Once you had, once you pressed approve and you were accepting into the building, the doors were automatically unlocked for you. And that was a new technology they were trying. And it was, it was a whole lot to deal with because sometimes I would forget to, and I'd be in a rush to go to class and I wouldn't be able to get into the building without verifying my status of COVID or not. So that was one thing we had to deal with. Another thing we had to deal with was um, weekly testing. We were all assigned a certain day and time to test for COVID. And you had to do 
but otherwise you were restricted access of anything in the college at all. So that was a whole other stressful thing. You had to go into a whole bunch of people, and if you were tested positive right then and there, you would have to stay there and get some type of testing kit. So we had to deal with people who were possibly compromised with the virus, and that was a whole another thing we had to. That was a whole stressful thing you had to deal with. So, like you were saying with the person that one of my roommates brought over, and everything was in jeopardy. Everything was depending on us being us not being sick. Because if I was ever sick, I would miss out on a week's worth of classes, and I'd have to go back on Zoom, which meant more screen time, which meant just more distractions. So I just had to adjust to that, which was pretty rough. So. The spring semester of 2021 was probably the roughest semester for me just because dealing with the in-between of that and then having to follow all these protocols. And it was it was enough already. Even in the fully remote semester, a lot of classes had to be canceled because you can't do them hands-on. So that was a whole other thing. And with the vaccines, um, it was really, really strict for college students. You had to have the vaccine by a certain point. Otherwise, you can't take any classes for the semester. So having to deal with that sort of thing, lines are all the way out of the door to get tested. The most the most tacky thing that happened while I was in college was the move-in of September 2021. We've had the most people enter campus at once. So the testing facility had lines wrapped all around the block, even making, almost making a loop because there are thousands of kids trying to get tested with their parents. They have to do a whole sort of thing. And on top of that, you have to verify that the vaccine that you got was good enough or you got it in time. And if not, you have to go and get that. And there were a lot of questions that you know i ended up asking just because it was so quick and sudden and you just have to just and having to adjust all that was already stressful on top of the fact that i'm trying to pursue a degree so these extra standards just made things a lot more complicated and i noticed throughout um teaching and tutoring some of these kids that it their attention span was just a little bit through the roof especially incoming students because they have to deal with all this screen time, especially for the senior year of high school, and all they're worried about is graduating and, you know, getting into college. So I, I, I get it, but it was detrimental to their first year of learning, so I had to adjust to a lot of that. I got a lot more freshman students, not only that, but non-white and mostly black freshman students, and I helped them out to kind of get that back on track and make sure they're applying everything they need to and how to what resources they can use in order to kind of help them out just without screens. So I will say it was definitely a very adjusting time for me, but I am uh, grateful for what I did get out of it. I got a lot of like thinking time out of it. I was able to change my major. I got a whole new perspective of life, but at the end of the day, it was a very detrimental part of my learning and if that whole fiasco didn't happen, I probably would have been a little better off. But, yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that and give my perspective just from, like, what the pandemic was like for college. So, yeah. Wow. 
I'm a little bit speechless. And he, all of that. Summa cum laude. Isn't that true? That's true. Yes, sir. Chest out, man. Bay Area scholar. Man. And chest out as well. I mean, now that is staggering to have to go through. I didn't get co-verified. Are you serious? Like you gotta do? Haven't even talked about the technology. Oh my God! You gotta punch this in, and if you don't do it right, and all the rest, and and and, no access for you, buddy. No tailgating. Back up. Back up. How did they enforce that? How did they enforce the no the no tailgating? So if you get to the door and I get to the door at the same time. And I've done my co-verified or whatever, and bang, it opens for me. Why can't you just run in behind me and, you know, whatever? So if you do that, I mean, that's happening a couple times with me at least. So if you do that, there were, there is a security guard in the front desk that will stop you specifically and ask not only to see your ID, but to also see that you completed your co-verified. And if you didn't, you have to stand there in front of them and check off all the things that you have if you have anything wait for that to process and i didn't mention that it can take up to five to ten minutes to complete the whole thing so you will be held back if you do not do this code verified and they will make sure of it so you have to come in with an excuse from the professor if you are late and if that's the case then it's just it'll it'll just alter the day so quick so yeah, tailgating was not prohibited, and you know, most of the times, you people did get caught, and it was a whole, a whole situation. That sounds so stressful. Just listening to, him. like, woo, man, like, we got, we got security protocol just to get to the to the cafeteria, like, woo, man, which is about the size of it. I mean. Jeez, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Like, uh, wow, wow. Did that? How long did that last? Did that continue until you graduated, or? Well, it, it changed pretty significantly once we reached twenty twenty two. So January, or I think the entire mass policy was dropped around March twenty twenty two. So when that happened, everything. Now, I wouldn't say it went back to normal, but it just ramped up in terms of um, just student activity and things were open a lot more. So around, yeah, around January of 2023, they started dropping a couple things and the mass policy was completely gone by the end of March 2022. So, yeah, it didn't last for that long. Well, it felt long, but it lasted. Yeah, the hybrid thing lasted for a little bit. Um, then we kind of went fully in person with some of the same restrictions and then around uh winter 2022 or january 2022 it kind of just got dropped so yeah it didn't last for that long but when we started dropping the mask policy what we did notice was that there were spikes covid cases and that was fear-mongering people and we had to get the mask back on and then we took them back off finally march of 2022 and you know Things happen, but yeah, it didn't. It, it wasn't for my entire college point. It stopped, but it stopped around March 2022. Ethan on deck. Ethan on deck. Uh, I guess one more Bay Area scholar. Uh, again, the kudos for helping the black 
freshman who I can understand might be a little distracted and trying to help them in person get away from those screens. Did they have, or what sort of mental health resources did they have in the midst of all of this? So our counseling slash mental health services were already limited. Um, so for, it was an all, it was a all for one type of situation with finding a counselor and it was notoriously popular that we couldn't really get anybody. So they would have mental health events, mental health awareness events, and give out certain pamphlets and gadgets and devices to help out. But, you know, we did have a couple counselors. But for the black students in particular, we did have an initiative program that I was grateful to be a part of and also helped out throughout my college experience. So for the black students, we had some counseling services. We had some events to help them out, like financial aid and um mental health, all of that type of stuff. But in terms of the entire college, we didn't have much. And with the counselors we did have, they were always booking busy because somebody always had something. But, um, yeah, that was that was pretty much the only thing we had. But for black students, it was a lot more limited because the, the entire population for our college of black students was just 5% of the entire school. So everybody else was able to get service, but when it comes to black students, we're trying to always in the back. So we didn't have much, but we could, we did what we could with the resources that we did have. Heard that before. The Negras always have the limited resources. Man, kudos for doing as much as you could uh, with, with what you had. Man, that, cause that just seems so stressful. Like hearing about it seems stressful. Like to have to, man, Jeez, uh, that, that your uh, mommy is super proud. Should be uh, just wow. That is uh, wow. <laughs> I'm staggered on the one end because that is a lot to have to endure for a long period of time. I think um, summa cum laude, man. Okay, Ethan on deck. Let's see, Ethan, 17 years old. Are you with us, sir? Yes, I'm with. I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, this has messed up your whole senior. So I'm trying to think. So COVID comes in March, basically, well, here comes to the U.S. in March of 2020. So September of 2019, where are you in school? Um, I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. So that should be like middle school, I guess. Uh, fun times, everything, or I guess as fun as it can be for a black male in a system of white supremacy racism. So when all of this hits in springish 2020, did you think by your senior year all this is still going to be going on, or did you think, eh, this will be over with, high school's going to be grand, and this will just be an odd memory of, you know, wacky times in eighth grade? Uh, originally, when um, the COVID had hit, we were going on spring break, and by the end of the spring break, they had basically give, given us an extended spring break, so I thought it was just like, oh, extend the break, and then, you know, we'll go back to school, and then, like, in, no, like, in pretty short time, but I guess after the extended break, they just made it, like, official that we would, like, start doing school online, they would, like, uh, go, go over us, 
go over with us um, just the stuff we were going to do and how we we're going to go about it. And there was really no, at that point, there was really no uh, further information on, like, when we would possibly get back to school or anything like that. Wow. <laughs> so this starts as an extended spring break, and then it just walks into we're going to be online and we'll see what oh man that's wild wow what what was that transition to online like um it was it was a little weird because as we started going online uh teachers were just assigned work and and around that time summer was like around the corner so when school ended i had started freshman year like completely online and it was a little weird at first because it's over Zoom and like, and it, and some it's like some some people were like in their beds or like at their desk, and there's a lot of like um Zoom like bombing going on and stuff like that. So it wasn't like as serious, and everyone was trying to still adjust. So I think it was just like the whole thing was like a learning process, and I think that also like and it also didn't help like our like education level and development at all though i could say Whew, i do remember the zoom bombing but just for people who met zoom bombing what is that like? what do you mean when you say zoom bombing ethan so it normally happens when um people who people who shoot it or anyone really anyone just comes and um uh, like it interrupts the, the session, whether it just be playing noises or saying things, and just it interrupts the time it takes away from from whatever you you're doing. For people with a memory, or I guess you can look online, this was very popular throughout 2020, 2021. May still be lots of swastikas, penises, penile graffiti, really. But man. <laughs> Lots, days and days and days worth. If you go back and research, uh, so you kind of hearing some of the same themes uh, we heard from some of our other young people here, uh, and saying, "Man, this doesn't seem as efficient. Doesn't seem like this is helping me learn as much. Uh, doesn't seem as people being in the bed." I remember hearing that too. It was people, either they had difficulty getting access, Wi-Fi issues, uh, device issues, all of the above not present at all in their bed as he said watching tv i mean just man like uh and then you talk about me being distracted or what have you i mean wow and this is supposed to be how we are starting high school ninth grade via all of this how long did the so this is going to ninth grade it starts online for ninth grade year how long did things stay online before you were able to get back in the classroom uh, it lasted the, the entire school year, but towards like the end of ninth grade, they gave uh, they gave students the option to like come on campus, but still do the Zoom call. So they would sit in the classroom with the teacher, but still do the Zoom calls. It's like weird. I I personally never did it, but majority, but the entire uh, freshman year was all on Zoom, and then sophomore year was in person. Okay. So you come back sophomore year, was it any sort of uh, distancing? Was it you had to have a mask? Did they have the code verified like we heard from uh, our Bay Area scholar? Um, so 
So uh, a mask was mandatory. Like it couldn't be below your nose. It had to always be showing. And at lunch, I I remember it was like, oh, they said only outside you were allowed to have your mask off, but indoors the mask had to always stay on. So most of the time, so most of the time you see masks masks off there maybe like pass, passing periods or or at lunch. But they were also they were also take like um like caution of certain activities we could and couldn't do just because due to the uh, COVID protocols. And as time went on too, when people would like get COVID, they um so the I think it was like the CDC would like put out uh, health information regarding COVID and stuff, and they would um. And as COVID like um, started not not necessarily dying down, but as it got easier to deal with, they the the quarantine time got shorter. So at a certain point, it was like if you show no symptoms of COVID, but like you've been around someone with COVID, you could still come to school as long as you show no symptoms. And some people come come back. So I thought that was a little that was a little weird as well. Okay. Wow. So you masks mandatory. Was this all well enforced in terms of uh, the you had to be masked and you couldn't have symptoms and all that? They had people to check all of this. Hey, mask up, young man. Mask up, young lady. They had people to enforce all of this. Yes. Normally, the teachers or the security guards during passing period are, and also at my school. Um, the principal checked because I wear uniforms, so the principal checks like our dress code because there's certain requirements. And she would normally like have a box of masks in case you forgot a mask or anything like that. Or like even if she didn't have a box, she would send you to the office so you can get a mask. So they and they enforced it pretty well, I'd say. Okay. Did you all have folks who were being unruly about the masks at the school? Was that a, a big deal? No, there wasn't really any um, conflict regarding that. People were pretty cooperative, I'd say. Hmm, okay, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Oh, wait a minute. What's what's the racial uh, dynamics of your school? Meaning, uh, how many? What's the percentage of white students, and then the percentage of non-white students? Um, I'd say my school is. Mm, I say it's pretty, pretty even. I'd say I think it's about almost like fifty-fifty. I'd say. Okay, half white, half non-white. Okay, and what about the teachers? Uh, the teachers are majority white. Okay, is it mostly white women or even white men, white women? Yeah, it was. Um, they were more. I'd say when it came to the non-white teachers, they were they were mainly a uh, female, but for the male teachers, they're mostly white. Ah, uh oh, that like, Do you have any black male teachers at your high school? Um, I did one. I did. He was my band teacher actually uh, during during on uh, distance learning, but. I don't know what happened, but after the first year of uh, in-person learning, um, he was no longer at the school. Hmm. <sighs> Another one bites the dust. Oh, well. Uh, 
Wow, they, wow, that, okay, so they had the mass, he comes back, that's 10th grade, did, did you, you had a whole year, so you said his 9th grade was online, and then they are able to come back for 10th grade, but they've got the masks, even though it seems like that's not a big brawl issue type thing at his school, at least, did you feel an impact from that year of online, and, you know, we just got to do this on computer, what have you, did you, did you feel that impact of a year away? Uh, what do you mean as an impact? As in, when you got back to class, was there an adjustment to now? Oh, okay. So now it can't be that I'm in bed and just listening on, you know, on the computer or what have you. Now we got to be back at a desk and paying attention. Was that a challenge after being on the computer for a year? That's what, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so I think after, after going back to in person, I think uh, even the myself and the teachers, I'd say, were mostly like mainly excited to like be back at school. So everyone's like excited to show up every day, and I think that also impacts the learning environment because that um, it provides like more uh, particip like uh, participative work and people just enjoying the class. I'd say, but um, let's see. Um, for myself, I think even like for myself during COVID, I say like I was still getting my work done, but it was more of sort of the bare minimum. And as for in person, I still think I, I did it pretty well. Hmm. hmm. Did your did your school have mental health resources? I guess both did they have mental health resources while you were online and or did they have them once you all got back to school? Um, my school did not have any mental health resources or anything of that sort. And I and they barely barely this year they added um they added like a like a mental health counselor to my school. Because even when I returned back to to in person learning, I faced um, I faced some uh, a decent amount of issues with the school staff. Hmm. Uh, I don't. If you would like to elaborate, I don't know. You uh, if you want to give us like one issue, or yeah, if you want to give us one of the the big issues that you faced with the school staff. Yeah, so, so, they, so, um, I was taking, so, in sophomore year, I was taking a psychology, so I would be able to take AP psychology as it, like, so, so it's like a, um, easy to transfer into the class, and I was also planning to take AP history and, and AP English, but when the time, as I, um, when I uh, put my submission into roll for the courses, when the next school year came around, I wasn't in the courses. So I'd email my counselor to figure out why. And and when I emailed the counselor, they they said that it was um that the decision was up to the teachers. Um from what when I looked at my my like grade history and all the classes I had taken, I, I had excelled with all A's. 
and and uh, and sorry. Um. So when so when I had asked for the counselor, they said it's up to the teachers, and my grades are fine, but they said it was more. They said that I uh I guess behavior plays a role as well as whether if you get into the courses or not. So at that point. I had a I had a meeting with the principal. I had a meeting with the principal, and when we had that meeting, she she was she went over um, the requirements, and there's like the school handbook, and and in the handbook it didn't say anything about behavior or whatnot. So then we had requested a meeting with the teachers along with the principal being there, and when we when the day of the meeting with the teachers, I guess none of the teachers. Had shown up, and and the the principal had told them that that they didn't need to attend the meeting. So then, at that point, um, so at that point, I so at that point, I I wasn't in the AP Psychology course, and I wasn't in the AP English, but they had given me AP History. So when I was talking to my counselor, um, she she put me in the AP English course. And, but then I was also missing the, the AP psychology. So as we were fighting to get that one, I'm trying to think. Um, so, at this, so at this point, school is already back in session and we're still trying to get the courses. And I'm going back and forth with, not back and forth, but I'm, we're still having uh, meetings and conversations about the, regarding the courses. So then at that attendance ended, and he, we have a meeting with him, and we discuss the issues we've been facing. So then, at, so then he, he talks to the principal, and he talks to the teacher, and then he gets back to me, and then he gives me the option to to uh, be enrolled in the AP psychology course, but I have to make up all the missing work. And I believe at the time it was, I think I had a, I think I had two weeks to make up uh, a three chapters of reading, three tests, quizzes, and then I think 10 assignments on top of that. And, and dealing with all of that, I still had my regular courses that I was taking. So I thought it was, I thought it wasn't practical to take the to take the, the offer they had given me, so I declined. And and we were still and then so he had given me an incident not no like yeah like an incident report to fill out, and I filled that out and I sent it to I sent it back to them to the, to the school district, and we never got a response. And I, I think I've. I I emailed the second time, but I emailed them a second time, but I never got a response. And I just thought it, I just thought it, I found it very odd because even though I failed in all of the the previous courses to get into the AP courses, they cited my behavior as they cited the reason why they were not letting me in the course was due to behavior. But then when the principal had asked them what behavior issues I had, they, they they couldn't give any reason. So it was like it was like I was like being discriminated from for no reason because 
I meet all the requirements. They clear the behavior issues, but I'm not allowed in the course. Was this a, a white instructor for this white AP psychology class? Yes, he was a white instructor. Mm. Uh, for people who were just with us for the Columbine uh, reading study session and all that, old Reb and Vodka, they had AP psychology. They had behavioral problems. In fact, felony arrest. And they got AP psychology. Wow. And I, I agree with you a thousand percent, Ethan. That is so impractical. That's the type of thing that we hear about on workplace racism all the time, where they set black people up to fail. They could have let you join the class at the beginning of the school year or term or whatever it is, like all the other students probably, or I don't know the composition of the class, but like everybody else, no. Nah. We're going to give lies. Oh, no, no, no. We've got behavioral problems and can't have your class and all that. And then, well, okay. This is what we'll do. We'll let you take the class, but you got to make up all the work. So you've missed three tests and three quizzes, ten chapters in the book. And like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> like, you're going to have me... And then, as he said, I got to do all my other work on top of this and then try and catch up on everything that I've missed. In addition to the tackiness, they schedule a meeting and then all the teachers mysteriously just, we don't have to show. Doesn't get any better than tacky. That's why I said none of this is really like, oh, yeah, most of it is just, yep, this is about what you can expect set up they love to do this especially in a workplace context set black people up to fail put them in the class with everybody else at the beginning and let's go week class starts at september we'll put you in the class in february see if you can catch up and then and then ridicule you oh you failed the class Mm, mm, mm. we knew that ethan was up see try to tell you Mm. yeah I'm very sorry about that, but man, that is, uh, again, same thing I said with Z and Bayer is scholar. I am, you are way better than myself having attempted parents who can explain all of this to you as what it is. White supremacy, racism. They even, they mistreat the young people, the little people that are just trying to go to school and let, they especially mistreat black people who are trying to go to school and learn. Uh, let's see, let me. Now, I want to nab our uh, busy young child in New York, see if he's with us. Um, thank you for sharing, Ethan. I might see if we have one more uh, question, if he has time to hang with us. Uh, wow. I don't, if we have, if any of our young people that are listening, if this resonates, if you've had any similar experiences, the white people won't let you take the class and all of that, you can dial in as well. Let's see. Our busy young scholar young child in new york uh will check in are they still doing constructive things are they able to share maybe some of their written work with us um apologies gus and to the audience he feels a little uncomfortable sharing so he he wanted to kind of step down and and i i understand it's a little you know it was a tumultuous time for him so i i think he wants to just step down on this i could speak to it but 
I think it's better. I'd do injustice if I did. I think he should be the one speaking, you know, but unfortunately he, he feels comfortable just stepping down a little bit. No problem. Uh, if he changes his mind or what have you, hopefully we'll have uh, more of these so that uh, some of our younger folks can get a chance to uh, share, but much of like excellent. We need more folks writing too. We say that all the time. Reading and writing more important than watching television. So he'll have his written record uh, of what this has been like uh, in context. Uh, star six one for other folks. Let me see. We have two other folks who dialed in. We'll nab both of them and uh, yeah. See if I missed anything. Any anything that the folks want to get in before it gets too late for we get up on a bedtime here. I know it's uh, almost 9.30 for folks uh, who are dialing in via East Coast. Let's see. Uh, vegan or, yeah, let's see. Vegan RD. I don't know if we have young people uh, who are with us. Um, let's see. Not sure. Vegan RD didn't know if we have young people there listening in. Let's see. Maybe not. Maybe not. Might be close on bedtime. We'll double check. Let's see. And our caller at 2979. We miss any young people here as well. 2979. Hi. Greetings. Greetings. Who are we speaking with? Um, my name is, um, Imari, but my nickname is Mimi. Give us the nickname again one more time, please. Mimi. Is it Mimi? Yeah. Mimi. Okay. Wow. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Hopefully we don't have you past your bedtime. How old are you, uh, Mimi? Um, I'm 10. 10. Okay. So let's see when COVID first hit, basically you would have been six or so. Well, I'm sorry. Um, first grade. First grade. Wow. Wow. That would have been middle of first grade. Do you remember when all of this happened? Like, did they say you all couldn't go to school anymore? Or did you get to keep going to school when all of this happened? Like during the month that we can't go to school, so we had to do online Zoom. Wow. And did you like being on the computer, or how was that when you had to switch to being online? Well, online, well, I like being at home, but I wasn't really enjoying it because I couldn't see my friends in person. I bet that was hard for a lot of people. Friends, that's the best part of school, being able to see your friends. How long did you have to stay online uh, and just do school on your computer? Um, For about like two years. Whoa. Whoa, that is a long time. Don't you think that's a long time? Yeah. Wow. 
how was that to have to stay at home on the computer? So that's so that's the rest of first grade. So that's all of second grade you had to be on your computer? Yeah. Wow. And then did you have to do a little bit of third grade on the computer too? Um, no. Once we started third grade, we started going back to school. Whew. Wow, right on. Dang, that's still a long time. Man, man. How was that? We tried to be away from your friends and just staying at the computer every day. How was that? It was like, well, I like, like being home and not like, like falling asleep. But it was like kind of, well, my teacher. They, well, she wasn't really teaching anything. She was just like doing strategies, and then we'll, and then school would end like at two o'clock or something, and then we would have to, like, um, we would have to turn in, we'll have to turn in our homework in like a, like a, like um, like like an online class where you like turn in your homework on your mind and most of the time I would see people like wearing their pajamas and like still in bed heard that one a few times now uh, from folks not I had heard that before we started hearing from Mimi and Ethan and some of the young folks we spoke with today but yeah, I've heard that from a few folks that the online learning was not then you've heard it from different age ranges too, uh, where people are either not present, the attendance is bad, they're asleep, they're in their pajamas. Even some of the people at work were engaged in some of the same misbehaviors, if you want to say. Um, you said the teacher, she make sure I heard it right. You said your teacher, when you all had to be on your computer, that the teacher wasn't really teaching. She was just kind of giving strategies. What did you mean by that? I mean, like, she was just, like, talking, not, like, teaching. Hmm. Just, like, it sounded like she was just saying, like, random words. Wow. Was it the same teacher on the computer that you had when you were in the classroom? Um, no, not no more. I have a different teacher now. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Did you have to have that same teacher for all of second grade when you were on the computer too? Yeah. Dang. (laughs) Wow. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Did were you able to talk to your to your parents about about that? Like, man, the teacher just seems like she's saying random things. Like, can we get her to to do better to keep us engaged? Well, my mom and my dad started to notice it, but um, since like third grade. Since we started school again, third grade, it hasn't really happened that much. That's good. Since we're on campus. Mm. Oh, 
head hurts. My head hurts. I wanted it to be that I didn't hear Mimi correctly. Maybe I made an error or something. He said the teacher was just saying random things. It's not really teaching us anything. He said my parents came and they saw the same thing. Oh, man. And you had that. My sister also, like, experienced the same thing. Um, she's right here if you want to talk to her. Oh, man. Yeah, please. Let's do. Here you go. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Elise. Can you say it for us one more time, nice and loud? Elise. 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 Did I say it correctly? Ellie. Ellie. I said too many syllables. Ellie. Did I get it right? Yes. Ellie. Okay. How old are you, Ellie? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. That's right in same ballpark with uh, Z, I think. We did get some younger folks here. Z, no longer the youngest person on the line. Okay. Twelve. So this, what, what grade were you in when COVID started? Mm-hmm. And what is that? One more time. I'm sorry. Third. Third grade. Third grade. Oh, wow. That's where your your brother is now. Okay. So the middle of third grade and all of this happens. Do you remember? Bang. Like when, how all of this, how, how did all of this get explained to you that, okay, school has been disrupted. We've got this thing called COVID. Do you remember how they explained all that to you? I remember it was like they were starting in China and everyone was talking about it. And then um, our teacher, we went on like spring break and then all of our parents got an email that we're going to start online school. And when they, I guess, first told you, <laughs> she said, it comes from China, of course, you're going to start online school. Did they tell you that this was going to be for the rest of third grade or was this just going to be for, you know, a couple of weeks? They told us that it was going to be for the rest of third grade and fourth grade. Wow. Wow. They just said that. Woo. That is a lot. At least to me, that would be a lot to pro. Do you remember what, what, what were you thinking? How did you feel when they said, okay, Ellie, Next year and a half, you're going to be doing school at the computer. What were you feeling and thinking? At first, I was very excited because I get to stay home and I don't have to, like, get something, like, go to school in the morning. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Then I started not to like it because and my teacher and how different it was. Wow. I was taken aback one because we've heard a we've heard a couple of the young folks say that they were excited at first, like, yes, I'm gonna to go to school. <laughs> so that was I was not expecting that. I was thinking they would be excited about, you know, going to see their friends and such. Which some of them did say, you know, but okay. Uh hmm. Uh so I guess one, you said you were excited at first, but then Maybe after the experience, not so much. Did did you have the same teacher online that you had before all this happened in the classroom? Uh, my third grade teacher was different to my fourth grade teacher. Okay, that's right. So you have to, you, okay, okay. Hmm. Was your 
the teacher that you had online for fourth grade? Did you feel like they were giving helpful? Oh, no, it wasn't. This. Your brother said that they were just giving random information. He said that you had the same experience. Is that true? Um, no, uh, my teacher, she would most of the time assign home. Uh, we would do work in class and have notes just in case we forget. And then, like, towards the end of class, and she's helping other people, we would have, like, some type of homework. And then after that, she'll stay a little bit if you need help. Okay, so that's... <laughs> Is that that sounds helpful? Was it was it helpful? You felt like you were able to learn some things on even though it was online? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe a little bit a little bit better, uh, all things considered. Did you miss seeing your, your friends? Yes, but we during lunchtime we still talk on Zoom. Okay, okay, okay. Was your instructor online? Did you have a white instructor or a non white instructor? Um, non-white. non-white instructor, non-white teacher. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. So you had the end of third grade and then your whole fourth grade year online. Did you get back? Are you, you're back in, in school now for fifth grade? Uh, I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade. My, I'm sorry. <laughs> my fault back in school so you're back in school now for seventh grade yeah okay okay was it hard transitioning back in for uh seventh grade was it difficult after you'd been on the computer i was in school for five for 56 okay okay so you've been back in for a while okay okay was that i guess when you went back for fifth and sixth was that hard the math was hard a little bit, but then once you got used to it, it was fine, and I kind of liked it better. Okay, I see. Did you all have to do, when you went back to school, did you have to do masks and distancing and all of that? Yes, I did. Okay. Were they strict about that? Did they have people, like, making sure that you wore the mask correctly and, you know, weren't trying to cheat with wearing it and all? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Do you remember? Was that were, were people upset about that? Was that is that something that caused a big a lot of arguments at the school over wearing masks and all? No, they didn't really cause arguments. They just had to deal with it. Okay. Heard that from two folks. No arguments. Everybody just got their mask and went on about their business. Okay. Let's do see. Same thing for you. Uh, the students, uh, do you have uh, mostly white students, mostly non-white students? Like, what's the breakdown of your school? Mostly non-white students. Mostly non-white students. Interesting. And what about your teachers? Mostly white teachers or mostly non-white teachers? Mostly white teachers. Fascinating. Hmm. Is it mostly white women or is it about the same white men and white women? It's mostly white men. Mm, interesting. Okay. Okay. Fascinating. With, I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mostly white men. Okay. Wow. 
And did, I guess I'll make sure I get that in too. Do they have any mental, do they even talk about mental health at your school? Is that something they talk about at all? No. Wow. Wow. Man, that's, uh, do you think they should? Do you think they should be talking to you all about mental health and taking care of yourself, how you're feeling? I agree. I agree completely, man. See, and especially all that, all the stress that they've been going through, got to be at home and school and mask and all of this, like, man. Okay, let me see. Uh, sure we didn't miss. Do, 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 do. Uh, we got our, our two for there with uh, Mimi and Ellie. Uh, I want to double check. Thank you both for sharing. I want to double check with uh, vegan rd make sure we didn't miss out on a young person there and then hello oh see there think we might yes who are we speaking with here uh hello this is josephine janesk uh i was here last time i thought i was about to ask like she sounds a tad familiar (laughs) yes i do remember you from last time what what have you eaten today uh what have i eaten today um in the morning, I was late to school, so I got some donuts and, like, an orange juice. Then I ate a sandwich. And I love donuts. That's- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that, that's it. Right that's on. all I ate. Right on. Right on. Josephine Jeanette. Did I say it correctly? Yeah. Right on. How old are you now? I'm 15 now. Wow. Before wow. 12. Wow. I think. Everyone sounds so old. Uh, could cry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you were 12. She was with us in 2000 at the very early part of 2021 when all of this first happened so were you at home like you all had to be on the computer for school at that time yes okay how long did that last how long did you have to be on your computer for school I believe it was from the early part of for me sixth grade to like the end of seventh grade and the, like just at the start of eighth. Man. Same thing I told uh, Mimi. Uh, I think that is a long time. Do you think that's a long time? Yeah, I think it's a long time. Man, what what was it like? I mean, that's a whole school week, man. What was what was what was that like? Do you remember like your thoughts in the whole seventh grade hanging out on the computer day after day? For me, I think I was, like, failing because I really couldn't pay attention to the class. Like, it would be on a different tab while I was playing Roblox or something. Roblox. That's a new one. What is what is Roblox? What is that? Uh, Roblox is, like, an online game. It's basically, like, a collection of different games in one app okay i have to go get this on my phone afterwards okay so 
You, we did hear that other folks saying uh, difficulty uh, paying attention, uh, which that's what we had uh, heard from uh, Josephine Jeanette. She said she kind of had whatever they're supposed to be doing on school. She had that on one tab and then she's over doing her video games on the other tab just because it was, was it, let's see, what was the problem? Why was it difficult for you to stay engaged? I feel like no one else was engaging except for the teachers. So it was kind of like watching a video, even though it was live. Hmm. See this. So let's see if we can get the trifecta. So did you have the other folks in their pajamas and in bed and doing all kinds of crazy stuff in the background? For me, it was just everyone had their camera on. Oh. So they were probably doing that, but you couldn't see them. Okay. That's the smart way. <laughs> the smart way to do mm-hmm. it. Did you have the same teacher online that, well, I guess she switched grades. Man, I don't, man, it's hard to even, yeah, because you switched school. I mean, you switched grades, so I guess you would have had a different teacher anyway. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Would you? So do you know what teacher you would have had if you had been in school for fourth grade? Uh, no, I have no idea. Right on, of course. I didn't meet my online teachers either. You didn't meet them, you said? Yeah, not in person. Like when I went back to school in eighth grade. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. So you've never, like the people that you were with online, you've never like met them in person? Like, oh, hey, you were the face on the computer. Yes, never. Wow. Wow. That is so wacky wacky <laughs> what what did you miss most for that that is i should have made sure i asked everyone my bad what did you miss most about that she said end of sixth all of seventh and a teaspoon of eighth what did man what did you miss most about all of that time oh what did i miss most hmm? huh um maybe it was just being at home all the time Because yeah. that, yeah, that's yeah. It was probably just being home all the time. Yeah, home all the time. Hmm. I guess there's a lot you would miss out being at your friends, all the other cool stuff you could be doing, not having to sit in the house for two mm-hmm. years, basically. Um, do you feel like man? She said she was failing. Dang, dang. Did you? Were your your academics, you were able to kind of get back engaged and and get your academics back up once you got back in the classroom? Well, for me, in eighth grade, when I, like, first went back, I was struggling a lot because I wasn't really used to being anywhere except for home. So I was mostly absent all of the time. Now, now that I'm in, like, 10th grade, it's way, way easier, and I'm actually, like, an honor student resilient uh kudos to the parents there as well but man that is i cannot admit just everything everything that we've heard from everyone today like whoa i would have been flipping out with all of that like the online aspect of it you got to be stuck in the house and can't hang out with your friends and ugh, man, the co-verified just all of it i would have been Wow. Did they did they have uh either while you all were online, 
or once you got back to school, did they have mental health resources? Um, at my middle school, no, no, there was no mental health resources. Okay, you're in high school now. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Do they have mental health resources at the high school now? Yes, they have a lot of mental health resources. Oh wow! Like. There's a place you can go at lunch, at your lunch period, and if you need to go see the guidance counselor, um, actually there's another place besides the guidance counselor for, um, uh, what's it, mental health-like situations. I forgot what it was called since I haven't been there yet, but there's another place like in our school for if you have a mental health issue specifically. Wow. Right on, right on. That is, that is great. You think they have enough resources to help everybody out, whatever they might need? You don't feel intimidated about using the services? Oh, no. A plus, A plus. Wow. Wish they had that at the middle school. Like all of the strife everyone had to endure. They kindergarten, forget middle school. They should have it there too. But I mean, yeah, elementary school, everybody to, you know. Wow. Uh, it has been stu- let's see for the high school let's see what what are the the uh the teachers is it mostly white males at the high school too or was that the middle school actually at my um uh, high school now it's predominantly black whoa it's predominantly black. yeah whoa. it if i had to give a ratio like of students mm-hmm. it's like 90 percent black and nine percent other races and one percent white wow wow how wacky how wacky that is what i'm pretty sure that there's only two white students in the whole school dang (laughs) that is crazy (laughs) that is wild that is wild and your, you said the middle school, was the middle school like that too, or no? In my middle school, it was mostly um, Hispanic, Asian, and white. Dang. That, where did they all go? What happened? That is a massive change. What happened? I moved schools because I was in another area before because I already signed up. Now I'm going to more of my area school. Wow. That is crazy. What, what's, what, uh, I know it's, you know, middle school to high school, so it's not exactly, mm-hmm. you know, a direct comparison, but is there any difference in those two educational environments? Oh, yes, completely. <laughs> Let's my hear teachers it. are, are like way, way better than middle school. Now that I've like moved, like they're a lot more attentive and easier to listen to, I believe, and they're way more involved in teaching us. Wow, that is wacky! And so, most of the teachers now at the high school you're at, you said mostly black teachers. Um, no, not exactly. It's more of like a like 80 20 like 80 percent black and then like a 20 percent white teachers okay okay 
And at the middle school there, was it mostly white teachers? Yes, it was mostly white teachers. Wacky, wacky, <laughs> man. Why? So that was a good move. Uh, or, or what do you think? Was that a good move uh, in terms of to help you get back on track academically and get you on a roll student? Yes. Yes, wow. it was a good. Wow. Wow. They have lots of studies saying, you know, if you have black children, just your daughter, son, being able to see a black teacher up there in front of the class and leading the academic charge, that that makes a huge impact. Josephine Jeanette right there lived experience bang goes from all that stress and chaos from the pandemic to honor roll wow in short order too like wow that is impressive like job well done job well done uh I'm trying to do food we got the mental health did I guess since it is getting late let me make sure one to give a robust kudos like what there is no way in the world if I was an attempted parent I could have done even man I don't even think I could have done a quarter of the job parenting that any of the folks uh, have demonstrated uh, who are with us this evening so I mean robust kudos to everyone uh, who is an attempted parent of the young folks that we have uh, who have participated in the program tonight. I mean, wow, job well done under uh, extraordinary circumstances. Huge, huge round of applause from Gusty Renegade, who does not have children, doesn't even have a goldfish. Any of the uh, attempted parents guiding these young folks along uh, in a superb manner, as best we can do on the plantation. Any of the attempted parents, anything that you would like to share, uh, you know, with this past four years basically has been like, uh, you know, what your what your children commented on this evening if you have any thoughts you want to get add to the record feel free hello uh yes ma'am um my name is Sankofa um Ethan's Elise and um Imari's mother but Imari, it's a she's a girl. She's not a boy. You were referring to her as a he, your brother, but she's a girl. So I wanted to correct that. My apologies. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you for correcting me. You, it's okay. Um, I wanted to talk about when Ethan was sharing his experience with the teachers. Uh, when they said he couldn't take the class because of behavior issues. First of all, Ethan has never had any disciplinary um, issues at the school. They have never, he has never been suspended. 
He has never brought a letter home that he he behaves bad. The um, nothing, nothing of that sort. Like a great student, and all of a sudden they said his behavior. So we were like, if he had this same behavior, and the requirement was behavior. Part of the requirement was behavior, but he was able to get into the other AP classes with the same behavior. You guys didn't have a problem with. How come you have a problem now and the kid is the same? And also when COVID hit, after COVID and he went back to school, um, the kids have lost their socializing skills. And he's a very soft-spoken kid, but they would go to the office and said, oh, he's been aggressive. So I told the principal, I had a meeting, I said, the kids are well-trained for them to, has he hit anybody? When we say somebody's been aggressive, what is it? Because he's a very soft-spoken kid. What is it that is aggressive? And they're like, oh, he has an attitude. And I said, we came to school to study. We as grown up, we have an attitude. You say something that somebody doesn't like and they have an attitude, that's not aggressive. And also the kids are well trained to use the right words, like referring to the black kid as aggressive when he hasn't done anything wrong. So it was a very hard transition for him going from COVID um, on campus. And then also we asked, okay, if there's counselors, is that not your job to help the kids? But there was nothing. There was no resources. There was nothing for the kids. And rather, we were going in and out of the office as if it was crazy, and the kids had no social skills. It was gone. I heard that from lots of people, ma'am. Um, but they were saying that about the adults. Forget the children. They were saying that about grown white people that having to be stuck in the house for, I mean, seriously, you know, for three, four months Mm -hmm. or longer and being on the computer and such that they had lost exactly what she said, social skills. I've been Mm -hmm. sitting at home and all the rest of this stressed. What are we going to do? We have enough money to pay the mortgage and all of this. And And, oh my, some of them, it was so stressful that they quit. They said, I got so maladjusted to all this. I can't even go back to the office. I resigned if I can't work from home and all this. So, of course, for children, like, whoa, they are super sensitive as opposed to having some empathy and, hey, it's been rough. Matter of fact, counseling, mental health services, let's make sure everybody is doing well. No, that aggressive, mm-hmm. oh, that's a behavioral problem. Yep, yep, yep. Where is the school resource yeah. officer? We need to get a suspension or some sort of paperwork, you know, get him that and, and she said they got him in other AP classes. That's what he told us. He said he was in the AP uh, English class. So if it was a behavioral yeah. problem, why even you know, having that they lie? That's why I said, unfortunately these will be recurring themes uh, until we yeah. solve this problem. And then we requested the behavior log because when a kid has a behavior problem, there's a log that the teachers are supposed to log in. Nobody, all the classes, nobody had a behavior log for him. Some of the teachers said, oh, he's the most respectful kid we've ever met. And there was no behavior. There was no paper trail. There's nothing about his behavior. So it, it wasn't, there was nothing to trace. But also, 
how come when it's the other race, we live in California and mostly Hispanic and white kids, the other race, you guys said, oh, they lost their social skills. But when it's the black kid, he, does, he doesn't get the same treatment. He can lose his social skills. He has to come back and be perfect. How come that same excuse can be used for the black kid that he also lost his social skills? No sympathy for black boys and girls. It can't be that, wow, they were really traumatized by all this online learning and mask fighting and what are we going to do? And maybe even they had some COVID in their family and people that had to do that. Ah, ah, ah. Don't we hear all that, your behavioral problem and get, or even the comeback, their so-called olive branch, if you want to call it that, is we'll wait until halfway through the class and then say, okay, okay, okay. You pestered us so much. We'll let him in the class, but you know, you, you're still responsible. You got to go back and do all that. Like, come on, come on. Everything tacky. I say that all the time. Doesn't get any better than tacky. And that's even with young people. I mean, <sighs> phenomenal. Yeah, really hard. And even with the little one, like Ellie and Mimi, mm-hmm. it was hard for them to concentrate at home. So they will end up turning their camera off and they will be playing. Then the teacher will call me, hey, I can't see the kids. And I will come and they are just playing around because it became mentally stressful and they couldn't concentrate. So they just turn off their cameras and they'll start playing with each other. And it was just really hard for for both of them. It was hard for me, ma'am. I'm not a 10 year old and it was hard for me, ma'am. It was hard for, it was hard for everybody, you know, like it was so, it Mm -hmm. still is all the confusion and how long is this going to last and how long are we going to be stuck in the house? And then they're fighting over toilet paper in the store and you know, everything. It was crazy. Continues to be uh, crazy. Mm -hmm. And we heard the same thing uh, when Josephine Jeanette, and she said that she couldn't even concentrate. She was sitting at home and she had the tab where she was supposed to be doing her schoolwork and just, you know, I'm gonna go play some video games. Like I can't even, and that was lots of people, not just children. That was grown people who did the exact same thing. I'm gonna go get on social media, find me some TikTok videos, watch some dancing or, you know, what, get some ice cream. And cause I can't even take it anymore. Like, but we don't get that same sort of sympathy, mental health resources that, hey, maybe they're just having a tough time with all of this stress. That would be reasonable. That would be understandable. Meh. Meh. Did we miss any of the other uh, attempted parents? Make sure they want to get anything on the record. Any of the other attempted mothers, fathers, anything else they wanted to make sure they add about, you know, what this last year has been or what their little folks had to say? Grand. We will assume they are satisfied. Wow. Um, I'm so glad we're able to get this on the record. Um, maybe once 
once we establish justice, go back and listen to this and reminisce uh, the wacky times it was uh, again to the attempted parents. That is such a difficult job. You'll have my utmost uh, respect. Uh, I, I mean, under the best of sorry, even if it wasn't, a, well, maybe that, but just normal circumstances under the system of white supremacy, racism, it would be super challenging. Parenting, COVID-19, schools are shut down. We don't know how long it's going to be. They got the masks and the vaccines and all the rest. I mean, just wow. Um, at, you all have my utmost uh, respect. It seems you have just done an amazing job uh, with the young folks that we have heard from hopefully we can do it again uh from uh what shall i say from the perspective once maybe we have gotten past all the covid stuff we don't have to be worrying about this every few months or so and is it going to come back do we have to do masks and all that again and we'll even be closer to justice and we can revisit um but wow glad we could get this on the uh record so glad to hear from so many young people uh, and so glad so many uh, young people understanding these experiences that they're having at a young age. Little white girl gets an award for being lazy and shiftless on the track team. I honor roll student behaving myself and they won't let me in the AP class and they make up reasons lie to me and my parents about why they won't let me in the class white teachers aren't even interested in our development then I go to a school that has 80% black educators I flourish even get my swagger back from the Rona have to be online and all of that being able to understand all of that in the context of white supremacy that is light years ahead of where I was as a young person that A plus parenting so that these young people are not confused about why these things are happening and even so that they can be a little bit better prepared to deal with some of these problems and even we got some black self-respect Bay Area Scholar helping out other black students along the way spectacular and we got healthy eating too lots of folks eating asparagus and peaches and apples Ah, love it uh, we will be here tomorrow, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, same thing for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Might even have double programs on one of the days as we head on out to the end of September. But, uh, man, thank you so much to the many, many uh, non-white parents uh, who allowed your children to participate this evening. Hopefully it was worthy uh, of their time and energy, your time and energy as well. Uh, let's see with that. So particularly for this program, how could I leave it out here with all these young people? Some of them know had to go to bed. If they're still with us, sobriety would be best. Oh my gosh. Your brain computer is still developing. And regardless system of racism, white supremacy, they got fentanyl and all these other narcotics out there that can kill you and or destroy your brain computer sobriety would be best let's model that encourage that for young non-white people 
Creator, we ask that you help us remain patient with other black people, victims of white supremacy. We ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves. Remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times, in all places, each and every time we oh wait a minute did I miss one <laughs> whoops whoops sorry let's see did I miss a parent let's see did I miss a parent oh it's just these mom <laughs> sorry about that did you have commentary I was checking my email to make sure I didn't miss parents oh I just wanted to reiterate what a lot of the other parents said um, I had a similar experience with V like in terms of losing a lot of learning um, and not having consistent teaching and another thing is, for instance, like, I, I know you were talking about the testing. And, like, for Z, she's, like, a like a straight-A student. But when it comes to the test scores, they're not, like, they don't show that. And I think it's because <clears throat> a lot of these schools are just, like, giving students credit for just doing the work, um, but not actually checking if they're doing it correctly and passing them. And so I just thought that that was something to bring up that I don't think necessary. I mean, I think that just to emphasize what other people were saying, a lot of learning was lost. And I don't know how they're going to compensate for basically two years of most children's education is just gone. And there's already like, you know, lower like literacy rates so it's gonna increase you know so i think um yeah it's just important to really like consider not putting your kids in public schools um finding alternatives and also for me it's like even if you keep up with your your the school and the teachers a lot of them have like hundreds of students so they will just give them like a lot of these teachers will like she was saying especially during co like covid they just gave them credit for being online like the other kids had zoom teachers she didn't even have a zoom teacher she just had an online program so she didn't have any actual teacher to interact with for at least six months it was just an online program that she would have to go on and just get credit for being on it but not actually have any assessments of what she learned so that's all I wanted to say that is wild I didn't even I don't know if I was consciously aware that that was happening during the COVID shutdown and such when people were on Zoom I thought everybody had like a physical teacher you know who was giving a lesson or what have you I don't think I was consciously aware that no some people wink wink they didn't even have a teacher. They literally just got an app or a computer program like, boop, <laughs> they come back. And again, that's not funny either to come back and say, oh, man, wow, we got all these drops in test. Like, yeah, yeah, no teacher and or I had a teacher that I have never actually even met in person for a year. Stunning stunning 
that their system of why well, exactly what she said like now certainly it would be difficult to anticipate now we might have a four-year COVID-19 global health pandemic in the middle of our child's development that would be you know hard to forecast however racism white supremacy that is here that should be something that we discuss in great detail before we get to the bedroom and thinking are we going to send our child to that public school? Really? That's the best we can do? 2025? That's the best we can do? Hmm. If we are going to do that, what can we do to compensate? Make this the most constructive experience possible. All of that. We thought about all that in great detail. Talked about all of that in great detail way before the bedroom super important system of white supremacy racism wanted to make sure I didn't miss out on any parents who had something they wanted to add to the record very important get our prayer again creator we ask that you help us remain patient with other black people victims of white supremacy We ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves. Remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times, in all places, each and every time we are in contact with another black person. Thanks to all of the attempted parents allowing their offspring to join us for the evening hopefully worthy of their time and energy again kudos to you all phenomenal work i suspect dr welsing would be proud of you all offspring included uh no name calling no gossiping no throwaway offspring say it twice for this broadcast no throwaway Offspring. Cow signing up. Thanks all for tuning in. Nigga, you so brainwashed. I'm a victim, What's your brother. Problem? You're a victim. Hey, I'm a up. victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my conditioning. Mm-hmm. Even my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.